Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Washington, D.C. Acknowledge me. Chris Russell on the Team 980. I'm not trying to be a jerk. All right, a good Tuesday afternoon, everybody. Nice to have you with us back from a three-day weekend. Doesn't really feel like I took as much time off as I should have. It was a big work weekend for side jobs and to get ahead on draft and free agency prep because uh, this weekend is going to be shot to H-E double hockey sticks, baby. Uh, we are with you today and tomorrow, but only today and tomorrow, uh, on this particular show because off to Wehio on Thursday, uh, Ty Guy has a little surgery. Uh, I guess it's not a little surgery, but it's not a major, major surgery. You get the whole deal. Uh, so we will be out Thursday and Friday. Matt, um, you will be here. I'll be here. Yep. And do you know who's going to be here I can find that information okay. out in just a I second. I have not checked. I have not checked. So it'll be chicken surprise because I think Hoffman's out all week as well. So I think the DOC, who is in for Hoffman today, because I know this because DOC is already here way, 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 way early, chopping it up in the bullpen, making fun of me, uh, may, you know, ripping everybody, uh, which is what, you know, the, the good doctor likes to do. I know he's already in for Hoffman today. I don't know if that's uh, the rest of the week. We'll figure it out. We'll sort it out. Either way, you'll be covered, and maybe it'll be a good break for you. You won't have to listen to me whine and cry. Um, hope everybody. Real quick, I actually just figured out who it is. Oh, uh, baby Russell. Oh no, no, Both no, 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 no. Thursday and Friday, we are going to have uh, baby Russell. No, 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 no. He's only allowed on at two thirty-six in the morning. Beep beep. Oh, the L train, huh? Beep, beep. Hmm. Baby Russell. Oh, I thought you were talking about Paulie was taking over. That would be funny. I didn't get the bit. My bad. I thought you were saying because you were using a Paulie sound drop, I I just heard the voice and I immediately, my ears started ringing, so I wasn't paying attention to the message. Boy, I look like an ass right now. (laughs) So, so the L train is going to take over uh, on when uh, on Thursday and Friday uh, for uh, the old uh, rooster, and he'll be here with uh, Matt. So we'll have you covered. Uh, don't you dare worry. I got something uh, for Linnell at at some point. I don't know if we're doing the show together tomorrow or not. Uh, I got something for Linnell because he keeps screaming about fit and fit and fit and fit, and if you don't fit, the glove must have quit and all this stuff. I got something for him. Don't let me forget that. Uh, All right. So anyway, hope you guys had a good three-day weekend. Hope it was productive. Hope you got a little R&R. Hope uh, everything turned out. Uh, Being on a diet sucks. 
Uh, I could not eat anything that I wanted to eat. I had to work out at the gym uh, every day except for Saturday, and that's because the gym that I go to, in uh, like which is run by Loudoun County, decided to close on Friday night for all day Saturday. All day Saturday for the one inch of snow that we got. How do you like them apples? Remember when we were last year on Friday, all the meteorologists, meteorologist Chief Kevin Sheehan. Maybe that's why Doug Birdie Cameron. didn't call in because Birdie knew that it was just going to blow over. Here's the deal. I, I, I had him go back and listen. And he's like, yeah, you should have called me. I said, well, like he, he's more of an Anne Arundel County guy. I mean, that's not going to help those of us on the right side of the aisle, meaning in Virginia IA, right? Um, so whatever. Um, here's the deal. I went to bed late Friday night. I think I fell asleep. 1130, somewhere in that range. Woke up at like two in the morning and it was snowing, but... They were promising, I don't know, between minimum two, three inches to like six or seven inches, depending on where you lived. And I, I, I don't know where parts far west got. I don't know. But all I know is Loudoun County got maybe an inch. I think it was like 0.9 inches. And D.C. and Fairfax County and Alexandria and all that got... Like, basically a dusting. You didn't get it. Uh, hardly anything, right? It was real depressing. Cause, yeah. So my family got a dog right. who's still a little puppy, and I was very excited to see him in the first heavy snow of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and when I woke up and nada. there was a inch, maybe. It maybe. was just a dusting of right. snow. I was, very, I was very disappointed. Did the dog enjoy any of it or no? He wasn't a fan of the cold, to be honest. Really? I understand. Hmm. You know what? You know, you know what's weird? Sometimes dogs are not a fan. Uh, are not fans of cold and wet, but uh, or I should say wet, meaning rain and like, uh, you know, wet ground from rain, but they like snow and they like, you know, it just, it really depends on, you know, kind of the, the, the makeup, if you will. I will say it was also kind of icy dog. by the time that the morning came yeah, around that, that it, that might've been part yeah. of it. I didn't go out until, you know, I was just, I was pissed quite honestly that my gym you know, it, Loudoun County does this all the time. Loudoun County, because it's so far expansive west, like, they'll close school at 7 or 8 o'clock the night before, before they even know what actually is going to happen. It's like, hey, no need to go, no need to worry. Sleep in, everybody. Have another day off. Why? Because we're being told that it's supposed to snow. We don't know if it's going to snow. We don't know if it's going to be as bad. We're just going to give everybody the day off and act like we don't have enough days off to begin with. Weird. Weird. Weird, you people. Now, supposedly Doug Cameron at about 11 o'clock, I, I, I did see this on his Twitter, um, he, he said he screwed up and he did adjust his projection total at about 11 o'clock or so. On Friday night, by that point, you know, I mean, everybody had kind of 
just, okay, th- this is happening. Everybody's going to get a couple of inches. So I miss that. So By that point, it's already supposed to have started. So if you don't yeah. have your shovel yet, then you're in trouble. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it, like the projections were, you know, I, I would say around midnight. Again, give or take where you live, whatever. He said he did it on the 11 o'clock news. I, I take his word for it. I mean, Doug, I don't know Doug, but he seems like a pretty honorable guy. He was like, I, I'm like, he said on his tweet, I don't want to misquote him, that he was disappointed in himself, you know, for, for botching it. Now, listen, we all get stuff wrong. I, I mean, if I was 100% right on picks, I, I wouldn't be doing this show. I'd be in Vegas with the Sharks making a lot more money than I'm making now. Okay? Now, the Sharks don't know anything either. And neither do the odds makers, and neither neither does the public. You know, like when people run with that narrative that the public money is coming in on fill in the blank. Oh, go screw. The public knows nothing. 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 Okay? But I wouldn't be here if I was 100% right. So I'm not going to kill Doug Cameron or any other meteorologist. I was just disappointed Saturday morning when I woke up to find that there was nothing. I was happy that I didn't have to shovel or deal with ice. I was not happy that my gym decided to close the entire damn day. And you didn't have any snow to shovel to work out. Right, right, exactly. So, I mean, I did walk and whatever, but I mean, like, please don't close the entire day. Please don't close the entire... That's my only point. All right. Just wanted to get that all out. Now, sports. It was three days, maybe four, where there was very, 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 very little commander stuff to talk about or news. After a flurry of news the last couple of weeks, all the way up until Thursday, there was hardly nothing. There was hardly nothing. Now, everybody on Twitter is, of course, really getting full bore into Drake May, Jaden Daniels, Caleb Williams, all that. I mean, with the cut-ups and the commentary and what they should do and all that stuff. But from the team, there was really nothing until this morning, quite honestly, when they announced that they had hired an assistant special teams coach, which they didn't have on... Uh, when they announced the full staff on Thursday, which was weird, right? Because they announced that it was like the full official staff. And today they they added an assistant special teams coach, which I thought was kind of weird because Larry Izzo was just listed by himself. Usually special teams, of course, because they touch so much part of the roster, they have an assistant. Makes sense, right? Uh, So today they named a special teams coach, uh, an assistant special teams coach, to Larry Izzo named John Glenn. Uh, He was with Seattle as their linebackers coach for the last five years. So, I don't know. I mean, they hired Ken Norton. They have Ryan Kerrigan as an assistant linebackers coach. Now they have the former Seahawks linebackers coach who – you know, did a pretty good job. I mean, it helps to have Bobby Wagner outside of one year. And by the way, Bobby Wagner is a free agent. And you might want to look down that road in terms of trying to figure out who the hell is going to be the first adequate Mike linebacker around here since London Fletcher retired. 
But John Glenn has been the linebackers coach for the Seahawks, and now he comes across as the assistant special teams coach to Larry Izzo. So obviously they were on the same staff together. He goes from linebackers to special teams. Now you work with a lot of linebackers, so maybe he'll be able to contribute for the linebackers as well with Norton and, again, Kerrigan. Um, So who knows how that's going to work out. But interesting, uh, to say the least, uh, that they get a guy going from, again, linebackers coach to assistant special teams coach. Why? Because Mike McDonald has gone in there and basically said – yeah, thanks, but no thanks. Uh, we're going to move on from a bunch of you guys, from Pete Carroll's staff, and we're going to create our own staff, which is, by and large, what Dan Quinn has done. Now, Dan Quinn did keep some members, Tavita Pritchard, Bobby Ingram, uh, Ryan Kerrigan, uh, and I think that's it, but I would have to double-check uh, the list. So the Commanders have a new special teams coach, but that's really it in terms of the news, right, for the Commanders. That's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing. One of the things that I want about this administration, coaching and general manager, Adam Peters, please say nothing. Please. Like, Dan Quinn, nice guy, really fun to talk to. Had him on the show. Kevin had him on the show on Friday. Fine. They were out at the Georgetown game on Friday night. Adam Peters and Dan Quinn got it. Please say as little as possible. Unless you are, you know, when you're required to talk, i.e. at the Combine next week, they'll, you know, one of them, if not both of them, will probably speak. And then we won't hear probably from them until, I guess, the coaches' breakfast at the owners' meetings in late March. Then you'll hear from Dan Quinn. And then they'll probably have a pre-draft press conference And then, you know, of course, as OTAs kick in, you'll hear from them a little bit more regularly. But please don't talk when you don't have to talk, number one. Number two, don't say anywhere near as much and don't be anywhere near as revealing as Ron Rivera was. Now, I know that hurts us in the media, and therefore it hurts you. But think about the difference between Dan Quinn did a bunch of interviews, me, Sheehan, Hoffman, all within a week. Of each other, bunch of TV interviews. What did Dan? Qu- how, how many headlines did Dan Quinn make? I, there weren't many, and and we tried, right? We we all tried different methods, different ways of asking. I, I mean, there just wasn't anything there. He said a lot without s- saying a lot. Remember last year when Ron Rivera leaked to his buddy, Jonathan Jones of CBSSports.com, who we knew from Charlotte, even though it was sources, we all knew where it was coming from. Remember when Ron Rivera, less than a week after the season ended, was running around saying, Sam Howell is QB1. Did you get Dan Quinn to say anything remotely on the record? Did you get Cliff Kingsbury to say anything? Did you get Adam Peters? No. Again, less is better. Less news is better. Now, this doesn't mean that they're not going to be news, and this doesn't mean that they're not going to be heavy in free agency. I wrote about uh, uh, all weekend. I wrote uh, position-by-position capsules in free agency for 12 different position groups, offense and defense for Rick Snyder's 
Uh, Command Post Magazine is available via subscription. Some positions I was like, man, you know, like, I just don't know what they're going to do here. Because I don't think they're going to be active there. And some positions I was like, well, they really need to go heavy. They will go heavy. I don't know if it'll be one big splash and a couple of nickel and dimers, or if it'll be two or three medium, moderately high splash. I I don't know. There's plenty of options, and there's plenty of needs. But the less we know, the better. The more guessing we do, the better. The less revealing they are, the better. Again, I said a year plus ago, when we found out that Sam Howell was automatically going to be anointed QB1 less than a week after the season, and we all, I, I, many, suspected it was Ron that was leaking that because, duh, we all said, or many of us said, bad idea. Bad idea to be that revealing. You ruined your leverage. Here, this administration so far so far, is talking and saying things on the record without revealing too much or anything much at all. Hey, Joe Witt Jr., what type of defense are you going to run? Doesn't matter if it's 4-3-3-4. You you can think based on this that we're going to run this. I got another thing coming for you. Said a lot without saying anything, without giving you the answer. Right? I mean, no offense if it was Ron. Ron would have been like, oh, yeah, we're going to run. And I, I like Ron. Oh, we're going to run the 4-3 wide. Nine, blah, 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 blah. And we're going to ignore linebackers. Right? So, good. A good commander's free weekend, welcome. Because what you don't want is headlines and controversy. That's what you don't want. Now, a bunch of people that I saw, oh, what do we do on Sunday? Oh, gosh. Like, first Sunday without football in six months. Like, what do we do? I mean, people, like, have a life outside of football. I love football. I have a life outside of football. I didn't think about football once on Sunday. I mean, I did because I had to write. But, I mean, I, I wasn't sitting there at 1 o'clock or 4 o'clock or 8 o'clock or whatever o'clock or rock around the clock and going, oh, my God. I, 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 I don't know what to do with myself. Football's not here. I thought about other things. I thought about a big Caps win on Saturday night in Montreal. Ironically enough, without Alex Ovechkin scoring. Finally ended his scoring streak. Exactly. And they finally ended their losing streak. Because other guys contributed. TJ Oshie, goal number 300. Uh, Alexi Protas with the game-winning or go-ahead goal. I thought about... The Nats, sale, no sale, to sale, no sale, no sale, sale, wholesale, half a sale, 50% off sale. When are we going to – I thought about the Nats. I thought about the Daytona 500 getting banged and rescheduled for Monday afternoon, which I watched that. I thought about the NBA All-Star Weekend. There was one good part about All-Star Weekend. I'll have that for you coming up. And that was it. 
The rest of it was just, I mean, just blah. So it was a good weekend to not have any commander's controversies, to not have any commander's juicy headlines, and nothing revealed, and no football, and to be able to concentrate on some other things. I watched a bunch of hockey. I know not everybody is like me, but I'm smarter than the average bear and smarter than 99% of Americans. I was watching the stadium series, baby, Saturday night and Sunday afternoon, and the Caps in Montreal on Saturday night. What were you doing this weekend without football? That's one of the things we want to ask you, 301-230-0980. Is your life the same? Did you make it? Do we need the Super Bowl on President's Day weekend so that we all have the built-in Monday and one more week of football? Or were you fine without it? I was fine without it. It doesn't mean that I don't love football. I was fine. I needed a break. What were you doing? What were you thinking? One o'clock on Sunday. Were you missing football? Or were you okay? Did you need a break to recharge the batteries? 301-230. 0980 301-230-0980. We talk a lot of football on this show. We're going to continue to talk a lot of football on this show because there's a lot of content and there's a lot of things out there, right, that doesn't necessarily and only have to do with the commanders. But, of course, we base it off the commanders, including a draft class ranking from last year. That, not surprisingly, is not very kind to Washington. We'll have the details on that coming up. With you on a Tuesday, back to work style after the three-day weekend. 301-230-0980 on the Ace Law listener lines. In a wreck, Ace Law. Help you get a check. Call them at 8888-ACE-LAW. It is the Rooster along with Matty Ice on the other side and you. Let's hear from you next on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Two weeks away, baby. The old rooster's going to see the Eagles for the last time, I think, in their existence and quite possibly in my life. Favorite band of all time, Hotel California there, in case you don't recognize it. I'm sleeping under a rock if you don't recognize that tune, but whatever. United Center in Chicago cannot wait coming up in a couple of weeks. Uh, It's their second-to-last scheduled 
domestic U.S. concert. They added over the weekend or over the last week a bunch of international shows. Uh, so that, you know, I mean. Like, You've been saying that you need a vacation. I, well, y- yes. We're going to send you over to Germany to go watch Eagles it, one last time? No, no. I don't even have a passport. I can't even find my passport. It expired just like my driver's license. I didn't keep my passport in my wallet, though. That's a problem. I can't find my passport so I can get it renewed. So I can't travel internationally. So I'm kind of stuck domestically. Maybe I can get a new one without having the old one. I don't know. I haven't looked that far. It's more difficult, but yes. Yeah. Uh, I got to figure that out. Either way, um, I I did get Kenny Chesney and Zach Brown band tickets last night. I took advantage of the sale that the commanders and FedEx field was having, uh, you know, like they gave you $25 off, off of the absurd, ridiculous, insane, re- just incredulous nonstop service fees that they charge you for every ticket, like $35 a ticket uh, or $30 a ticket or whatever it was uh, for service fees that just simply do not exist. It's just a way to, again, kill people and make people spend more money that they shouldn't have to spend, but whatever. I did I did buy that. I did buy that. Because I got to go see those guys because I'm into both of those guys. And I've seen them both live several times. Uh, you know, and I, to see Zach Brown Band and Kenny Chesney together on the same night, I'm in. Memorial Day weekend, Saturday. Guess who's getting loaded that night, baby? Woo! Mm. The old rooster be stumbling out of FedEx Field. Not the first time that probably has happened. Anyway. Beep, beep. <laughs> now, see, if you asked, if you asked the, the L train who Kenny Chesney or Zach Brown band is, he would have no file. All right. Let's get to this. Um, so, again, we gave you a little bit of news and nuggets, if you will, on the commanders in what was a relatively uh, dry weekend for them. We mentioned, we mentioned the national sale or non-sale. So apparently, uh, Mark Lerner officially told the Washington Post, hey, we're not, we're not going to sell the team. Now, I, listen, if you think that there's no chance that they could sell the team at any point, you're crazy. If the Masson deal gets worked out, and they get all their money, and it's far beyond me, and I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time you know, wasting your time. They could sell if the market develops. You know, like the Orioles apparently are going to go for about $1.8 billion. If somebody came in and said, here, here's $2.3 billion for the Nationals, right? Because it's Washington, D.C. It's not Baltimore. We got the Masson thing. You know, whatever. I'm pretty sure the Nationals would sell. But it's like when you put your house on the market and it just sits there and it sits there and it sits there and it sits there and it sits there. And And if it sat there for a year and a half for two years, guess what people do sometimes? They pull it off the market because it's a bad look that nobody wants to buy your team or nobody wants to buy your house. So nobody should have been shocked by this. The question becomes is... What will it take to get the team away from the learners? And some people, you know, um, some people 
are like, oh, this is a good thing. I guess if you sort of value some level of stability, it's better than just dangling. But let's be honest. The learners have cared about nothing over the last four plus years, nothing but cutting costs and not spending money as much as they possibly can. So this is not a good thing if you are about spending money to quickly get back into contention. Now, I understand they have all sorts of hotshot prospects, James Wood and, uh, you know, Hassel and and obviously Dylan Cruz will be at some point, so on and so forth. I got it. And I get that they spent, the, you know, $10 million or $11 million cumulatively on Gallo and a couple of other, uh, you know, they signed Zach Davies to a, uh, a non-major uh, league deal over the weekend, which might work out for them. This is not a good thing if you want an ownership group that is willing to be aggressive. They are far from aggressive. They are the opposite of aggressive. They are, hey, it's early February, mid-February. Let's go shopping at the dollar store. That's what they are. So if, if, if that's good, if you're fine with that, be fine with it. I would say the likelihood is in the first half of the season, assuming that we don't see, again, Wood and some of the you know big – and I know you have C.J. Abrams, got it. You're going to see crowds of 10,000 people. This is not a baseball town even when they are spending money, even when they are winning divisions, even when they are – trying to win. This is not a good baseball town, in my opinion. There was plenty of evidence for that. Now, that doesn't mean that there aren't a lot of good baseball fans and a lot of interest, but what I'm saying is to the casual observer, to the casual fan, to the casual DCite, it wasn't when they were spending money, and that's probably what they're looking at too. Hey, what guarantee do we have if we spend money and if we increase the budget back to $180, $190, $200 million that people are going to flock to the ballpark? And the answer to that, quite honestly, based on the last time, is probably not a lot of reason for optimism to think that they would. So, so that's kind of where the learners are. Is this a good thing or is this a bad thing for the Nationals. An argument can be made on both sides. We'll ask you at 301-230-0980 plus Anthony Rendon making some dumbass comments over the weekend. We'll give you those and more. 301-230-0980. Let's do the trending alert and then we'll get back to it on the other side. All right, so again, we told you at the top of the show, the Commanders, uh, we thought they had finalized their coaching staff or at least that's the way it was presented last Thursday. Uh-uh. Today, they've added John Glenn as their new assistant special teams coach. He comes across from the Seattle Seahawks, where he was the linebackers coach for Pete Carroll uh, and the Hawks from 2018 through 2023, as in last year. He's entering his 13th year as an NFL coach of Seattle, the only franchise he's ever known. Uh, of course, he did work with Ken Norton Jr. Uh, when Norton was there, and Bobby Wagner, who returned to Seattle, who, again... Coincidentally, he happens to be a free agent 
this year. And the Commanders, boy, do they ever need a Mike linebacker. Ryan Rollins, remember him? He was an up-and-coming defensive addition off the bench, part of the Chris Paul uh, trade with the Golden State Warriors. Well, he was released suddenly out of nowhere a couple of weeks ago by the Wizards. All sorts of reports about some illicit activities, let's call it that. Well, apparently that's been cleared up because he signed a two-way contract with the Milwaukee Bucks, who desperately need all the defensive help they can get. The Caps back home tonight. After a win in Montreal, they'll take on Josh Harris's owned New Jersey Devils. Seven o'clock, the puck drop. One oh six seven, the fan and the cat and the uh, and Odyssey, uh, the Odyssey app, I should say, and the Caps Radio Network, and that's what's trending. Oh, little ZBB. Can't wait for that show. I mean, what a show. Kenny Chesney and Zach Brown, man, on the same night at FedEx Field, Memorial Day weekend. There was one Memorial Day weekend where I went actually to FedEx Field to see Kenny Chesney. I think I took my daughter. It was freezing. It was like 40 degrees. It was crazy. I was like, oh, it's going to be 75 Nice shorts weather. You know, not that I really parade around in shorts when you look like me. You know, you try and cover up as much as possible. But, you know, nice summer weather, early summer weather. It was like 40 degrees. I was like, damn, we were like so cold, so cold. Uh, It is going to be hopefully much warmer. Uh, for that Memorial Day weekend concert. Already looking forward uh, to a spring and summer of fun uh, coming up here. Um, And hopefully you will be able to have some fun as well. Life is short. I got to start doing more things instead of working all the time. Uh, So looking forward uh, to that. We, we, We ended the last segment with the news that came out over the weekend. That was, again, expected. The Lerner family uh, is not going to sell the Nationals, at least for now, quote to the Washington Post, no, we have determined, um, our family has determined, this is according to Mark Lerner, that we are not going to sell the team and that the family came to the decision a while ago. There's one and only one reason why they're not selling the team. They can't get the price that they want. It's not that they have no interest in selling the team. It's not that they don't want to divest the team. It's not that they're committed to winning. Make no mistake about it here. I don't know the learners very well. I mean, I've, you know, met, you know, Mark and and the late Ted Lerner. You know, I met him once, maybe twice. I've met Mark a couple of times. I, I ran into Mark when, uh, you know, when I was at the Josh Harris thing in September. You know, nice guy. You know, nice guy. Have nothing against him personally. You know, just from a Nationals perspective, I, I, you know, like them to spend a little bit more money than just, again, at the dollar bargain. You know, like that's where they're shopping. I thought they would be in on like a guy like Blake Snell. Because nobody has signed him. He's got a couple of offers elsewhere. Or uh, Ryu from, uh, I think it's Ryu, uh, from uh, the Dodgers. I thought they would be in on one of those guys. They ain't in on anybody. I mean, they did sign Zach Davies, which I do think will pay out, uh, pay off for them, if he can stay healthy. 
our guys from uh, uh, Talk Nats at Talk Nats on Twitter, great, great feed. Uh, they have tons of Nationals coverage. Go and follow them uh, if you're not already doing so. Uh, they, they were on this. Davies has pitched really well at Nationals Park. So, I mean, I can't say they've done nothing, but they've done nothing, essentially. We all know that they could do a lot more. They don't want to do more. Why? Because, again, four or five years ago, with the exception of playoff games, you know, there were crowds. I remember in the World Series year of 2019, Labor Day weekend, against the Mets, the Nationals were hard charging. They were like a game out of first place. There was 23,000 people on Labor Day. You know, like... One of the reasons I think Anthony Rendon left here, I think, is because he was already miserable, but I remember him calling out the crowd several times like, hey, you know, we need you guys to come. I need you so I can get paid my contract. And, well, you see what that happened. We'll get to Rendon in a little bit. Again, just because they announced that they're not going to sell the team doesn't mean that if Ted or if some other owner, and I guess Rubenstein buying the Orioles obviously takes away one potential, is, you know, if somebody offers them, again, 2.3, 2.4, 2.5, I guarantee you they would sell. I almost guarantee it. I mean, it it, it just is, is like a cosmetic thing. Again, think about it from this respect. If you had a house to sell on the real estate market, and it did not sell for a year and a half, two years. You have two options. Either you can let it languish there and keep slashing the price with the hopes that somebody buys it and puts it, or you can take it off the market. That's exactly what the learners did. They took it off the market because nobody was willing to pay the price that they wanted. So it's a bad look to just have it lay. Whoa, we're, we're taking back the team. We're... Notice how, notice how he said, nothing has really changed. We've just decided that it's not the time or place for it. We're very happy owning the team and bringing us back a ring one day. Okay, so that's good to hear. We're very happy owning the team and bringing us back a ring one day. But where in that statement does it say, hey, we're going to make a significant financial investment in the payroll so that we can get back to winning a ring one day. They're like, yeah, not this year. Maybe next year. Maybe. If we still own the team. If we get our money from Masson and Major League Baseball and the deal, again, with David Rubenstein uh, and, and all of that, right? They're not saying, hey, we're staying around, we're recommitting, we're putting in a heavy... No, 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 no. They're saying, yeah, we're happy here. We'd like to bring a ring one day back to Washington like we did in 2019, and kudos and salute, and unfortunately, they did not get to reap the rewards of that because of COVID. I got it. That's a tough, crappy blow. But they're not, hey, we're... Like, I've heard and I've read quotes over the weekend that, oh, Mike Rizzo can do whatever he wants. Mike Rizzo has the green light. Mike Rizzo knows that. I'm sure Mike Rizzo has the green light to spend some money. But what kind of green light? Is it a green light to 
not increase the budget by 20%? I, I don't know. I mean, just because somebody tells you you have the green light, like, for instance, when you're driving, right, light turns green. You don't have, or you shouldn't, if, you're, if you have any brains, you shouldn't then floor the gas pedal and go through the intersection, you know, zero to 75 in three seconds, right? Just because it's green and you can now go doesn't mean you should go and floor it without trepidation. So, again, the proof is in the pudding. Right. The Mike Rizzo didn't didn't spend a whole lot of money this offseason. Is that because Mike Rizzo thinks this team is ready to win? Ready to compete as currently constituted? Or is it because Mike Rizzo was probably told, hey, spend, but spend very responsibly. And if we're in contention at the trade deadline, maybe we'll consider something different. That's what I believe he was told. I don't know that, but that's what I believe he was told. It's not, hey, do whatever you want. Spent, because otherwise, why wouldn't you bring in a guy like Blake Snell? Right? I mean, you desperately need starting pitching. Why wouldn't you bring in Blake Snell? I mean, like there's, there's lots of reasons why I would be cautious about Blake Snell. He's never been a high-innings volume guy. There, but, but Blake Snell, I mean, it, 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 undoubtedly, Blake Snell is a super talented dude, right? But yet, over the weekend, I mean, there's no mention of the Nationals. And again, I thought that would be like somebody that maybe they would get in on late when the price went down. I mean, the Yankees apparently offered him $150 million over six years. Now, I wouldn't do that. But now, it's a different world, right? Now, it's February 20th. Pitchers and catchers have already been there for a week. I mean, Blake Snell is awesome when he's going past the fifth inning. But, and maybe Blake Snell is not the example that I'm looking for, but I'm just kind of throwing it out there that, Mike Rizzo, I, I, I strongly feel like Mike Rizzo can't go out and get Blake Snell, even at this point where the price might be like doable on a one-year deal or a two-year deal or something like that. That's the point. All right, 148, Team 980, and the Odyssey app, 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980 on the Ace Law listener lines. We'll get maybe more back into the Nationals uh, as we go along here. Coming up next, I want to sw- I don't want to switch it up. When we don't have big commanders news, I want to kind of shine the light on some other things. NBA All-Star Weekend was a fill in the blank. For those of you that watched the stuff on Friday night, I don't know why you would do that. For those of you that watched NBA All-Star Saturday night, there was one cool thing, maybe two cool things, and that's about it. And then I watched the fourth quarter of Sunday night's All-Star game and I wish I hadn't. But NBA All-Star Weekend was what? Fill in the blank. Because there's a lot of NBA fans out there and a lot of old school NBA fans. So I'm curious what you think. 301-230-0980 on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app.
All right, good to have you with us right here on a Tuesday, Back to Work Tuesday, in the nation's capital and beyond. Hope you guys had a good weekend. We kind of bounced a little bit between the commander's stuff, non-stuff, how refreshing that is, new special teams, assistant coach uh, coming over from Seattle, what that could mean, Bobby Wagner, so on and so forth. And then on to the Nationals, we just touched on that. Again, think about it like putting your house on the market, any market, any neighborhood, any type house, and nobody, nobody makes a reasonable bid. Nobody comes even close to your listing price. And it just languishes for a year and a half, almost two years. And then you say, well, I could just let it sit there and rot. I could dramatically slash the price. Don't want to do that. Or I could take it off the market and somehow repurpose it, redo, and maybe re-put it on the market at a whatever. Think about it like that from a Nationals perspective. Again, somebody with cash or big money or big investment will get the Nationals if if they make an offer, whether Mark Lerner tells the Post they're on the market or not. Whatever he says is just hogwash. Doesn't matter. But, again, they're not off the market because the Nationals and the Learners are recommitting to spending big-time money to build a championship product here. That is not what the reality is. Right now, maybe a year from maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't think this is going to be like a Padres situation from four or five years ago where they sink a ton of money into Eric Hosmer uh, and then... Manny Machado, they bring him over and, of course, go out and swing the big stick and get the big trade for Juan Soto. Uh, and, and, and and you know, they, they trade for Blake Snell, who we were just talking about. By the way, Blake Snell, forgot to mention this, he, is, he was the Cy Young. Now, listen, Blake Snell wants too much money for what he gives you, even though he was very good last year. There's a lot of concerns there. So, I'm not, again, I'm not killing the Nationals for that. But – I was just kind of hoping, like at some point this offseason, they might actually go out and get a fairly big name late in the process that they could get on a one-year or maybe a two-year deal because the market was so depressed and because it was late and they were anxious. But it's hard to do that when you're not expected to win more than 70-ish games. You know, last year they got to, what, 71, I think it was? I mean, this year, they're again, the Pakoda projections, they're expected you know, projected to lose 104 games. Okay, it doesn't mean it's going to happen. But, I mean, it's hard for a guy like Blake Snell or, or, or somebody like that who doesn't have a home to accept a very financially friendly deal for the team and to go to a team that has no shot of winning. No shot of winning. I mean, people think the Mets don't have a shot at winning, right? And and they're probably right. But they've got an owner that's willing to spend a fortune, and, and people say they've got no shot of winning. What happens with the Nationals, who, yes, have a ton of great prospects coming up, but they ain't here yet outside of C.J. Abrams. There ain't guarantees yet. And, again, they're not spending any money or hardly any money. All right. 301 So the All-Star game in the NBA was this past Sunday night, All-Star weekend. Friday night, complete zoo, uh, whatever. I just Who cares about the celebrity All-Star game and Stephen A. Smith's ankle? Nobody cares. 
zero people, less than zero. Like if if that if that drew any sort of rating, which I'm sure it did, because ratings are, as we know, preposterous and absurd. I just it just shows you everything you need to know about this country. Saturday night was pretty good in spots. The three-point shooting contest was fun. A bunch of guys shooting long balls in a timed minute session. Went the, after the first round, they had to go to a three uh, uh, a three um, shooter uh, playoff with just thirty seconds, and then obviously to the finals. Uh, and it was entertaining. And then Sabrina Ionescu and Steph Curry going at it. Fun, fun. Except for Kenny Smith, who correctly got blasted by the Twitterati. You know what was not fun? The all-star dunk contest and the all-star game. That's how I would fill in that blank. How would you fill in that blank? The all-star weekend was what? And how can it be fixed if it can be fixed if you want it to be fixed? Or are you okay with just... It being what it is and understanding that it's not going to be a competitive game and nobody's going to play defense and nobody's going to care. Are you okay with that? 301-230-0980 on the Team 980 and always live and free on the Odyssey app.